Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Goodyear Assurance Weather Ready. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. Ladies and gentlemen, it's me, Jason McIntyre. It's Straight Fire, Friday, August 21st. It was a good night in the NBA, if you couldn't tell already. How about your boy, 2-0 on the best bets, Miami Heat cover easily, and the Lakers in an absolute bloodbath destroy Portland. We will get to that game shortly. Quick reminder, hey, thanks for the subscribe, rate, and review. I saw we were up to, I think, 72 uh, reviews, which is nice. I'm hoping next week we can kick that to 100. Let's get it up to 100. And I think next week, Rob G and I will kick off something interesting dealing with uh, comments that you guys leave. We're going to get make it a little interactive with the audience. We're having a lot of fun. Listen, this is week two. It's going to be a long, long run here. I, I, I love doing this. Hope you guys are enjoying it. Shout out to all your uh, nice comments on social media, Facebook messages, all that fun stuff. All right, let's get to the games. Uh, we have to start with the Lakers, who I think there was some concern, maybe a little consternation after the game one loss, and they bounced back pretty strong. I think there was a, I mean, I think I called it one of my like locks of the century. If you go back to uh, yesterday's show, and Lakers rolled the Blazers. They win by 23. They led by like 30 in the third quarter. 
the big news coming out of the game, bad news for Portland. Damian Lillard dislocated his left index finger. It is not, obviously, the shooting hand, but it did not look good. You can find the video on social media, and it definitely bent. They said x-rays were negative, so that's good, but that doesn't rule out any ligament damage or other injury to it. And as of now, they don't know if he's playing in Game 3. I would assume Dame Lillard is a trooper. He's a warrior. This guy's having a career run in the bubble. Uh, but we'll, I guess we'll find out Friday or Saturday if he's going to play. Listen, without Dame, I, I don't see how Portland has any chance whatsoever. No disrespect to C.J. McCollum and Carmelo Anthony, but, uh, you know, this is a really good Laker team that everybody kind of underestimated after that game one loss. A couple things that jumped out to me, okay? I was hammering Anthony Davis, like, you've got to play better. This is unacceptable. And then you watch him in game two, and, like, that's the Anthony Davis everybody expected when you give up 17 players and picks to bring him to the Lakers. Anthony Davis was phenomenal. He did not fade away. He did not settle for threes. He had 31 points, 11 boards, three assists. The, the big thing, it was so obvious he was attacking the basket, and and he wasn't, like, settling. I mean, it was a great performance from Anthony Davis. And, obviously, uh, KCP was beaten up badly. I think Rob G said we got to send him back to Detroit or something along those lines. KCP 0 for 9 in Game 1. Game 2, 5 of 8, 16 points. He had four threes. By the way, he hit four threes. Portland, their starters hit four threes. You know, Damian Lillard made one three-pointer. He was, you know, he barely played in the second half when the game was a blowout city. Uh, but, it, you know, it was an inspired performance from the Lakers. And another guy, Rob G., was hammering. And listen, I'm, I'm right with him on this. But the big fella, JaVale McGee, he was a factor. He was active inside. Guy had five offensive rebounds. Just, I mean, he was just everywhere. The Lakers, when you look at the Game 2 performance compared to Game 1, remember, in Game 1, they gave up 36 points in the first quarter. They gave up 39 points in the half in Game 2. Like, they actually play defense. Now, the one guy I haven't mentioned is uh, Mr. LeBron James. And I don't really know how to handle LeBron's Game 2 performance because we knew he would show up. He didn't exactly dominate, okay? He had 10 points, 7 assists, and 6 rebounds. He did have 6 turnovers. My favorite sequence, uh, perhaps in the game, was... Portland's pressuring LeBron, bringing the ball up the court. Gary Trent basically causes a turnover. Ball bounces off LeBron's shoe. Gary Trent goes in for the layup. Young fella pushes off LeBron. LeBron's like, what the hell are you doing? And they call an offensive foul. The two exchanged words, if you look at the replay, LeBron's like, what do you, like who do you think you are? Instantly, next possession, LeBron gets on the block, starts backing down Gary Trent. They double him. He flips it over his shoulder to AD for a dunk. And that was like, listen, that was LeBron serving... Note that, um, guys, I'm 35, and I may not have the lift that I once had, but I'm still LeBron James. Don't come at me like that. And, again, LeBron was not spectacular, but, and Rob G., I want you to chime in on this. The thing with LeBron is whenever the Lakers lose, or even go back to the Heat, or the Cavs, it's LeBron's fault. And when the Lakers, or Cavs, or Heat win, well, the role players hit. It was everyone else. And I, it's a dangerous game to play with LeBron because, I don't know, guys, you end up, like, never giving the guy praise. I thought he was good tonight. He was he was better in game one. Um, but, you know, the, the stat line will say he was not incredible tonight, but defensively he was everywhere. Uh, two steals. 
I was I was impressed with LeBron. And again, this is a marathon, not a sprint. This is game two of what could be 20, 21 games for the Lakers. So LeBron only played 27 minutes, with his, which is nice. Uh, 0 for 3 from deep, but overall a very solid game. Uh, Rob G, are you with me on, like, I'm not concerned about LeBron. No, I'm not concerned about LeBron either, but I would disagree with you when you say that when the team wins, it's because everybody else kind of stepped up. I think LeBron James is in that NFL quarterback mode where when he wins, it's the quarterbacks, the one who did it, which is LeBron James, <laughs> and when they lose, it's the quarterback who lost. I think LeBron gets a ton of credit a lot of times for things where he doesn't really have his best game. He's still great, so it doesn't really matter, but if he doesn't have his best game and the Lakers win, well, LeBron led the Lakers because of his you know, seven assists that he had in the second quarter, whatever it is. I was watching the ESPN broadcast um, after the Odd Couple show last night, and Anthony Davis was easily the best player in the in the uh, first half, and he was the entire game. So they show a montage of highlights, and it's Anthony Davis getting a dunk. And then right after that, they show a, a LeBron James alley-oop, one of his, what, six points or whatever he had at halftime. It's like, well, I mean, that was cool, but it's not like he really did much in that first half. That was the Anthony Davis show. Anthony Davis was carrying LeBron James in that first half. So, but don't I mean, you, well, Rob G, don't you think on some level that is LeBron's strategy? I know I can get mine. I don't want to have to get mine. I want to get everyone else involved. It seemed like he maybe did that too much in game one, force-feeding the shooters who missed everything in the world. And in game two, there was a concentrated effort to get AD as many shots, get him off, get him going. Um, and and I, I don't know. I don't think LeBron wants to be the guy scoring 40 points, right? Right, but I disagree with you. I don't think that LeBron James was looking to get Anthony Davis going. I think Anthony Davis was looking to get Anthony Davis mm. going. He made, he made a concerted effort to attack the rim early as opposed to last game where he started off shooting jumpers. It wasn't falling. Then he tried to attack the rim. Between uh, AD and JaVale McGee in the first five minutes, they made a point to go right at the front of the rim against, yeah. the, against uh, Nurkic. And, and there's a reason. Yeah. Right. And, and uh, Anthony Davis was 7 of 11 in the paint tonight. I mean, he was 8 of 24 all in game one. So I think that this was the Anthony Davis bounce back game as much as you don't want to give him credit. I no, no, I'm giving him credit. Him. I'm sure he listened to Straight Fire uh, the day after the game when we kind of went on on Anthony Davis for like nine minutes. Uh, but that, listen, that's what happens when you're a top 10 player in the league. I don't know if you heard me. I, I did uh, Thursday morning. I did uh, the Dan Patrick show with Doug Gottlieb and we had Rick Bucher on. And I mentioned, you know, listen, Anthony Davis is a top 10 player. He's got to play like one. And Rick Buecher's out here, like, just besmirching the name of Anthony Davis. Like, he's nothing special. And he's not an elite player in the league. I'm stunned. Well, I mean, I like Rick, but Rick's been kind of down on the Lakers for a minute now. I think he's kind of, that's become his his avenue that he's rolling with. Just We're similarly to, to the— we here next week. Well, we will, and we'll talk about it. I mean, just like when we had uh, Chris Broussard on on the podcast and Rob Parker, I do a radio show with him every night. They're very big on the Clippers. So when the Lakers lost in game one, it was my birthday, they were texting me immediately after the game, like, what's up with your Lakers? Are you worried now? You over here feeling confident. What about now? And then when the Clippers lost, I didn't say anything. I sent them a group text the next morning about show-related things. And it's just like, I say, oh, so by the way, so with the Clippers, it was one game. What yeah. are you talking about? And it's like, come on, man. Like, you can't play both ways. And I think that Rick is kind of in that same camp a little bit where he he made his decision on who he likes, so he's kind of shifting the narrative that direction yeah. so the blazers were down 30 i think maybe 31 in the third uh a fun stat that i saw this is 
just shows how crazy the bubble's been for Portland. So this was their 11th game since the restart. This was the first one where it wasn't a five-point game or closer with five minutes left. Every single game they played was like a heart-stopping nail-biter down to the wire. This was blowout city. This was, it almost felt like Portland was coming back to reality, right? They were on a high, you know, you're, you go on that um, hot streak on spring break when you're just making things happen with the ladies left and right. It's just an awesome streak. You get back to campus and it's just a dead zone. You can't make anything happen. You're just, oh, this stinks. That's what Portland was uh, on Thursday night. All right, so we did uh, open with the Lakers. Rob G's hot on the Rockets. Uh, Houston, pretty impressive performance, turning back OKC. I, I thought Billy Donovan was an, a complete and utter buffoon coaching there in the fourth quarter. It's like a tie game, early fourth quarter. James Harden's on the bench, and obviously OKC's resting Gallinari and a couple other guys. And then the Houston bench mob, whoever they are, Daniel House and, and these other characters just start going bananas, just dominating. And Billy Donovan doesn't call a timeout. It's like a 13-0 run. And then I think it was up to 16. And then he's like, all right, we'll get a timeout. Like, what are you doing? OKC, they could never come back from that. It was over. You, you can't bury yourselves in a hole like that with James Harden on the bench. Now, I haven't really focused on the Rockets too much because, listen, the Clippers stuff is huge. Obviously, the Lakers game, one thing was big. But... uh this Houston team had seven guys in double figures. Jeff Green with another turn-back-the-clock effort. Rockets, I saw a crazy stat. When they shoot over 53-pointers, simply attempt them, they're 5-0 and in the playoffs. It's a math game, folks. They're just going to attempt more threes. They're going to make more, and you are not going to be able to hang with them. And I'll tell you right now, Lakers play them next round. Rob G, Lakers' three-point defense better as hell be elite because... If, when the Rockets are making it rain, I mean, Eric Gordon was 0 for 10 from deep. But what does it matter when P.J. Tucker splashes four and Daniel House hits three and Austin Rivers hits three and Jeff Green hits three? Like, it's simply a math equation, and Houston has solved it. Well, yeah, but they also missed 15 straight at one point during uh, game two. So let's not get ahead of ourselves. You know, the, the Rockets are who they are. If they make threes, they're going to win. If they don't, they're probably going to lose. And in this case, they hit just enough to, to sneak by. But what really impresses me, and this is why I told you um, last week on the pod why I was more concerned about Houston than I was about the Clippers. Because number one, I think they have an identity. They know exactly who they are. They play the same style no matter who it is. And you have to adjust to them rather than the other way around. But number two, and most importantly, they suddenly play defense. They switch everything. They may not have the best defenders, you know, that I've seen. They may, I'm sure they're going to have mismatches once they face the Lakers and whenever they move on up, if they get there to face the Clippers or anybody else. But they give effort. And and anyone who watches basketball or knows anything about basketball, a lot of defense is just effort. Just yeah. be willing to fight over a screen. Be willing to, to, to move your feet a little bit. And their defensive effort is incredible. You, I don't expect... A Mike D'Antoni team, or excuse me, Mike Antoni, because there's no D the way he coaches. <laughs> they play hard defensively. Yeah. They cause problems because they switch everything. They have active hands. Everybody's moving around or flying around, getting a lot of loose balls. So if they can keep up that kind of energy on the, the defensive end of the court, they're a problem. Yeah, Eight for steals. a lot of teams. Eight exactly. Steals Just. Okay, 
I mean, sense. they're always going to be able to, to to score because they shoot so many threes. So, you know, the law of average says they're going to get 100 points, whatever. But if they're that active defensively, they're a tough out. So, Chris Paul, can I just uh, – listen, Chris Paul – is loved by the advanced stats guys. They call him the point god, Chris Paul, the king of the mid-range. People love this guy. Chris Paul was a minus 36. Minus 36 in 37 minutes. He was on the floor during that fourth quarter collapse. As a leader, as a veteran, he should have called a timeout. Listen, I've gone in on Chris Paul on FS1, on Fox Sports Radio, you name it. I just don't see what everyone else is seeing. I'm sorry. I just don't think he's like a top five point guard all time. What has he ever... Show me the postseason where Chris Paul has dominated and carried his team. I just haven't seen it. I haven't. I'm sorry. Anyways, to move on. Hey, shout out to the guy on Twitter who sent me this note. That three of the four teams who won on Thursday scored 111 points. The other team, the Miami Heat, scored 109. Just a random oddity. Thought I'd throw that out and a shout-out to that listener of the podcast. All right, real quick, the Milwaukee Bucks bounce back, beat the Orlando Magic. Orlando was without, um, I think Aaron Gordon set this one out. I mean, you know, this series, I just don't care about it. I'm sorry. Eventually, the Bucks will figure it out, right? Giannis had a big game, 28-20. Well, real uh, quick, J-Mac, I know that you're, you know, not real too caring too much about the Bucks and the Magic. Yeah. But let me just point something out to you. This is why I'm concerned about the Bucks, and it's why I picked Toronto to win the East this season. Wow. Chris Middleton, their Ooh. supposed second star, 31 minutes, one for eight shooting, two points, four turnovers. Wow. It's not looking good for Giannis and the boys. Well, it's looking good for me because, you know, Giannis is going to come home to L.A. in a couple of years because he's going to be so fed up with these guys in Milwaukee. Oh. God, but I didn't even they, see that. They one better for get eight. their act together. No, specifically, Chris Middleton better get his act together if the Bucks have any hope of getting deep into this postseason. So Chris Middleton in the series is five for twenty. Um, you know, rudimentary math tells me that's something like twenty percent. He's shooting like Danny Green out here, man. You can't be go, go full Danny Green. My goodness! Listen, I'm not. I, we we're gonna be talking about this in the off season for sure. Like, Giannis is looking around that locker room. Is like, do I really want to stay here? Uh, he has to at some point. Now they're going to win this series. We'll see. I, I'm, I'll tell you right now, I'm going to pick the Heat over them. Quick word on the Heat. Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Buckets, a.k.a. Um, th- this team is awesome. Uh, by the way, Tyler Hero is a guy to watch. Did you watch any of that today, Rob G? I did. I, did. I, I, I like this chasing kid, the Tyler little Hero. one around the house and watching Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson just rain threes down on everybody. Yeah, man. Miami Heat. There's a team to watch. So uh, that'll do it. Fun Thursday. A bunch of blowouts. Listen, I don't want to get too excited, but uh, my Friday night is going to be occupied watching Luka versus Kawhi and Paul George. And I do want to wrap up the opening segment with this. Did you guys happen to see what Paul George put out on his Instagram stories? The dude, I mean, I don't know if Luka's in his head or the fans are. Something's going on with Paul George. He went out on his Instagram stories and, and said this. I, what, what, what's the internet lingo? Okay, I guess it's I, I don't give a bleep what anybody think about me. F is you thinking about me for anyway. Laughing emoji. Um, I-D-G-A-F. I haven't dropped one of those in a couple of years. Um, so one loss 
is all it took. And one four for 17 choke job by Paul George. And he's on Instagram stories dropping F-bombs to, I guess, the fans who are like, dude, you're playoff Paul George. You haven't got out of the first round in six years. Um, Rob G., I'm telling you, this Friday night game, I'm fired up. Now, maybe I'm too excited and the Mavs get rolled, but uh, I don't know. I, I just wonder what the mindset is of the Clippers. Uh, is Patrick Beverly their quote-unquote leader going to play? I, I, this, is, this is shaping up as a really good series. Any thoughts in closing, Rob G.? Yeah, I'm convinced he heard the podcast and he was talking about you directly. <laughs> I think you really hurt his feelings and that you should apologize to Playoff P. Yes, I'll, I'll and so when, when I saw that post, I shared it on my Twitter. And, and I think you'll agree with this, Jason. Guys who talk like that and who say, I don't care what anyone thinks about me, <laughs> they 100% care what people think about them. <laughs> and so good luck, Playoff P. Yeah, that's a dead giveaway. That's like the guy who says, I'm the most trustworthy person ever. Oh, I'm, I'm an honest guy. That is like basically you're a con man. Anybody who has to sell themselves as Mr. Honesty is obviously not someone you want to be trustworthy of. And you're right. Paul George definitely is concerned what people think. And I don't know. I can't go as far as to pick the Clippers. We'll get to the best bet later. But fun Thursday night. Let's look ahead to a good Friday. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. 
Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, I want to get a quick word in here on the NBA draft lottery that went down Thursday night. There were some surprises. My Knicks, unfortunately, came out as big losers falling. They will draft eighth, which is kind of a no-man's land in this draft. The Cleveland Cavaliers were supposed to have a very high pick. They fell to fifth. Very unfortunate. Now, I'll be up front with you guys. This is not a great draft. I don't know that there is a generational talent in here. Hell, I don't know if there's an all-NBA first-team guy in here. I'm being honest with you. Um, it's a it's a solid draft, a lot of role players, but I think we'll see a lot of trades. And the other thing to keep in mind before I get to the to the uh, mock draft here, teams that will want to make a run at free agents in 2021, they're going to try to trade out of this draft because you get that first-round pick on the books, you got to pay him. Now, if you do a draft and stash, you take a European kid, you don't really have to pay him if you don't bring him over yet. So I think that this is going to be one of those moving pieces draft. And I'll start at the top. The Timberwolves get first pick. And uh, they got they got Rob G's boy, D'Angelo Russell, former Laker. They have Carl Anthony Towns and not much else. I, uh, I did a mock draft for Fox Sports. You can find that on my Instagram or Facebook or all that stuff. Um, and I have Anthony Edwards, a kid out of Georgia, going to Minnesota. He's he's a really good shooting guard. It's like 6'4". He's strong. He's like physically one of those kids who's ready to play in the NBA. He'll probably battle for the starting job with Malik Beasley, who was, uh, who's a guy they're high on. They got him from Denver. And uh, I just don't know how good Minnesota's going to be. Here's why it matters. The Warriors have Minnesota's number one pick next year. So if Minnesota's really good, that hurts the Warriors. If Minnesota stinks and is back in the lottery, that helps the Warriors. Um, the Warriors actually have the second pick in the draft. What luck, right? They go to five straight finals. Great dynasty. Kevin Durant gets hurt. Klay Thompson gets hurt. Steph Curry gets hurt, I believe, in the opener. Barely played last year. The Warriors were terrible. 
I have them. Uh, this there is some debate over what the Warriors will do. Lamelo Ball is a name you're going to hear a lot of. I know the young millennials listening to this know Lamelo Ball. He is Lavar Ball's youngest son. He's the most talented of the Ball brothers. He is like an internet sensation. There's a big story on ESPN about him. Doesn't paint him in the most articulate light. He, listen, I mean, he's a kid. He's 19. I'm not going to crush him here. But he did not go to college. He played overseas in the NBL where I am a part owner of a basketball team over there. And listen, the guy's dynamic. They put one of his games on streaming and it broke all the records in the league. Like, people are obsessed with LaMelo Ball, mostly young kids who buy sneakers, the influential crowd we talked about on a podcast earlier this week. But how much can he play in a half-court offense and listen and follow instructions and adhere to structure? He's never had that. His dad coached him in high school for a little bit. He played the AAU circuit. He's just been a chucker. Now he's a really damn good chucker. He's got Damian Lillard range. I mean, he's 6'6". He can handle. He's like a highlight reel. But again, is he going to play defense? Is he going to listen to the Steve Kerr system? I, I just don't know if he's a fit there. So I have the big kid from USC, Onyeka Okongwu. And, you know, I probably butchered his name a little bit, but I'm telling you, physically, this dude is a monster. To me, he's Draymond Green without a jump shot. I think he could end up winning a defensive player of the year down the road. This guy has a tireless motor. He's a great defender on the perimeter. And he's like 6'9", 250. You know, he's going to guard wings. He's going to guard bigs. You put Draymond and Okongwu out there, and that is a menacing front line. I I like this kid a lot, probably more than some of the other draft pundits. And the other pick we'll talk about is number three, Michael Jordan's Charlotte Hornets. And I don't think there's any way they pass on LaMelo Ball. As I said, he's got a built-in audience. This guy has more Instagram followers, I'm pretty sure, than any professional Major League Baseball player. And he's like a 19-year-old kid who's never played in the NBA yet. LaMelo Ball will sell tickets in Charlotte. He will drive Michael Jordan up the walls with frustration. And I think he's going to have some issues with some teammates there. Because Devontae Graham uh, is a really hard-nosed player who's a good story. And um, I don't think he's just going to take anything. You know, he's not going to say, hey, you can have the starting job. No way. Devontae Graham fought his way into the league. And the other guard in the backcourt is Terry Rozier, a.k.a. Scary Terry from the Boston Celtics. And, you know, he doesn't back down from anybody. So there's going to be some friction there in the backcourt. But I don't know. I just think for, uh, for, for LaMelo Ball, that is a good fit in Charlotte, playing for Michael Jordan, learning from the greatest player in NBA history. Um, we won't go through the rest of my mock draft. Again, it's online. But, Rob G., do you have any thoughts on players, teams? Um, you know, the Phoenix Suns are a team that a lot of people like. They're drafting 10th. The Celtics didn't move up. They have a pick at 14. The Lakers have a pick at 28. I had them take an Isaiah Joe, a bucket-getting wing from Arkansas. But we know LeBron doesn't play with rookies, right? He just doesn't. He's never done that in his career. Um, so they'll probably move him, but I've now done like six minutes on the NBA draft lottery and Rob G. What do you got? Well, I vehemently disagree with your uh, LaMelo ball Ooh, to you the, like the, to Charlotte. There is zero chance that Michael Jordan selects him. You saw in the Last Dance documentary when someone said, hey, George Carl didn't say hi to him in a restaurant. So I took that personally <laughs> and I had to drop 50 on him, you know. LeVar Ball has talked so much trash about Michael Jordan. You could beat him one-on-one, and my boys are better than his boys, and they're, they're better than Michael Jordan, you know, blah, blah. 
You really think that Michael Jordan is going to be like, you know what? That was just your dad talking. I think we'll take the best player available. Interesting. Hell no. That ain't going to happen. Huh. He'll he'll trade out of it before he'll take LaMelo Ball. See, the risk you run of passing on this kid is what if he grows up and matures? I was a late maturing kid. I was a big goof off. Uh, hopefully my parents aren't listening this deep into the podcast. They do listen every day. And they usually text me or call me, but I was a goof off. I was a bit of a screw up. I wanted to have fun and chase girls. I, you know, I didn't get a tattoo, but I did get both my ears pierced during beach week after high school with a couple other buddies. And I was a little bit of a rebellious teen. You know, my dad had was something of a rebellious teen. Uh, my mom was a little rebellious and it rubbed off on me. Um, and I think LaMelo Ball is kind of like, yo, I'm a big deal. I don't need to listen to anybody. Maybe, Rob G., Michael Jordan is the structure he needs. I mean, everybody on some level looks up in the NBA to Michael Jordan. Everybody has to. I mean, he's the greatest player ever. If you're in the league, you love basketball. And, you, you know, this, this guy's the best to ever do it. 6-0 and in the finals. So maybe that's exactly what he needs. I, I think Steve Kerr and, and the Warriors is a bit too much for him. You know, Curry and Clay, these are professionals. Curry's married. He's got two kids. He was part of the Democratic National Convention tonight. Like, uh, Draymond Green is married. I think Clay Thompson has finally locked up an Instagram model. Like, LaMelo Ball won't have anything in common with any of those Warriors. He's just too young. Uh, Charlotte, a bit of a younger team. I don't know. I, I think LaMelo Ball is obviously going to be the story of the draft. I can't see him going one to Minnesota. D'Angelo Russell will fight him. They, they will go to blows <laughs> if he goes to Minnesota. Because D'Angelo Russell's already on, what, his third team? Right? Drafted by yes. the Lakers. Yes. Warriors. And, and now the Timberwolves no, with four, his guy, Carl Anthony Nets. Towns. So four. Four teams. Four teams. Wait. Lakers? Lakers, Oh, Nets. Nets. I forgot about the Nets. Lakers, Nets, Warriors. Four teams already. And remember, Carl Anthony Towns, uh, listen, him and Jimmy Butler were supposedly fighting over a girl. I'm sure you remember that story. Um Carl Anthony Towns and D'Angelo Russell, I, I think, don't think that's a good fit at all in Minnesota. No, and I totally agree with everything you said about LaMelo Ball. I'm sure he's going to mature, and I'm sure like, I agree with you. I don't think Golden State's going to take him because I think they're going to trade it because they're more in a win-now mode. My concern has nothing to do with him. It has everything to do with Michael Jordan and the petty guy that he is. <laughs> So you don't think he's going to pull a Magic Johnson and say, uh, I hope Lonzo saves some of his records, some of my records Oh, hell for me. no. You remember that? Hell no. He's going to be like at the press conference while we thought about taking LaMelo, but LeVar once said that uh, he could score me, and I took that personally. <laughs> a billionaire caring what a non-entity like LeVar Ball thinks about him. All right. We'll get uh, – so, so very excited about the draft lottery. Um, coming up next – Best bet 2-0 on Thursday. I've got some winners for you on Friday. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin 
Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God. We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. Here's your best bet. And to wrap up another week of Straight Fire, thanks again for listening. Let me get to my best bet. Remember, subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, the reviews have been kind. I like it. I hope you guys like what you're hearing. Um, 
Well, I, I, I'm this is my baby, so I'm, I'm giving it my all, especially my best bet picks. We are now four and two after the Heat and Lakers, with pretty much two no sweat covers. I'm looking Friday at the slate, and my first thought is, does Philly just mail it in? Are they toast? You know, they're not going home where they're awesome. They know the coaching change is coming. You know, you just look at the body language of Shake Milton and Tobias Harris and Al Horford. They look and feel defeated. The confidence coming off Jason Tatum every dribble. He is just middle-fingering them. You guys passed on me every single crossover and three facial. I'm going to ride the Boston Celtics favored by five to take down the 76ers. I want to double up and take the Mavericks, but something tells me that Kawhi, Kawhi is going to take it on himself to, uh, listen, I'm, I've heard enough Luka, and I'm going to try to lock him down. It just feels like this This is, a, this is I think, a bigger game than Lakers game two. I, I, you don't want to see the Clippers fall down to us, so I'm going to punt on the Mavs. It, it's a close play, but um, I'm going to pass. I, I really want Dallas. I've seen it. It's going down four and a half somewhere else, so there is some influential money in the market coming in on Dallas, but I'm just going to stick with the Celtics' favor by five, and um, and that'll be it for Friday. Everybody have a great weekend. We'll be back next week, bright and early, Monday morning, 5 a.m. I'm out. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.